Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast, where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and up-level your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands, and I'm here to be your guide. So let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to another beautiful day on the Practically Well podcast. So I am, for the first time, recording and releasing this solo episode a couple days after when I usually would. Uh, I typically release solo episodes on Mondays and interviews on Fridays, and that schedule's been going well so far. But last week, I got a terrible head cold (laughs) for the first time in over a year, I would say. Um, So plans have changed a little. Um, You know, I was definitely down for the count for a couple days, just so much congestion and itchy eyes. Like it was, it was allergies on steroids. So I don't know if it was an allergy attack or something more, um, but definitely just super uncomfortable. So down for the count for a couple days, then I felt great for a couple days and then it started back up for a couple days. So, you know, just a lot of things on my to-do list got pushed to the back burner. And now here I am recording this episode for you on a Wednesday because on Monday and part of Tuesday, I legitimately had no voice. Still a little scratchy, but um, getting better. So yeah, and time had also just gotten away from me, so I didn't have anything prepped. But here we are in this moment, perfectly perfect, exactly as it is. Um, chatting about a really important topic, I think, uh, which is giving ourselves grace and redefining what wellness can mean and how we think about it in our own lives. But first, uh, before we get started, I want to tell you guys a little bit about my latest coaching program in case you haven't heard about it yet. So this is a 12-week experience where we meet once a week virtually to dive into habit change when it comes to our health. So we really dig deep into what your goals are for your mental and physical health. Uh, We look at what habits you have in place currently, why they're there, where you want them to be, and how to facilitate change in said areas in a very practical, clear way. And my job as your coach is to support you with guidance and clarity exercises, very opening dialogue, new concepts to help you understand your brain better, you know, homework and action steps to take outside of our sessions together, and so much more so that you can deepen your own personal empowerment and really expand your potential in whatever way you want. You know, this program is really about coming back to yourself and really turning inward and learning to understand yourself in new and different ways and loving yourself every step of the way because our habits can either own us or work for us and the possibilities of what we can do together are really just endless. 
So if this is something you're interested in learning more about, feel free to email me at hannah at soulandloonwellness.com to book your free discovery call and we can start the conversation. And I'll have that email in the show notes for you guys as well. So without further ado, let's get back to the show. So as I was saying before, we're going to be talking about giving ourselves grace and what the concept of wellness can really mean. And I think these two topics tie together a lot more than we might expect. So even though this might seem like we're going in a few different directions at once, stay with me. It all comes together, I promise. So as human beings, it's our natural tendency to want to set goals and strive for things and dream bigger, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And this is a really beautiful gift in a lot of ways. It leads to innovation and growth and potential and deep healing in a lot of ways. And I do think that there is great value in pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to grow or expanding your reach in terms of what you're willing to try, that is. And, you know, as I always say, if you want to get somewhere you've never gone before, you have to do things you've never done before. And I can say from personal experience that this is incredibly true and valuable. And, you know, I could even use this podcast as an example. You know, I was incredibly nervous about public speaking or even just hearing my own voice recorded before embarking on this endeavor. But I started small and gently pushed myself you know, took baby steps. I started by making, you know, Instagram story videos, which I was terrified to do, but I just kept doing it, kept practicing and worked myself to a place where I felt like I was still a little nervous, but I was ready to take the leap and start the podcast. And now that I've reached, you know, a place of comfort here, my next goal is to do public speaking events live and in person, which definitely gives me a little bit of nerves at this point, which is why I think it's a great idea to start. And so I'm starting to take steps towards that. And, you know, dreaming is an amazing thing and it can lead to so much positive change. And that whole beautiful concept is not the goal of today's chat necessarily. The goal of today is not to talk about dreaming bigger or getting inspired or taking things to the next level. And I do talk a lot about of that about a lot about that um, in other episodes because that sort of energy just fills me up and gets me pumped. And I just I love spreading that in a really positive and healthy way. But what I want to talk to you about today is a, a different side not the flip side, but just a different side of that coin. And and that being another crucial component of wellness in the body and mind and spirit. And, and I want to talk about why thinking about wellness in this perspective is really important all the time, but especially nowadays. And here's why it's important nowadays. So I cannot tell you how many patients and friends and general people in my life who have reported being exhausted recently, like the kind of exhausted where you need to take naps in the middle of the day multiple times a week and they've never been really big nappers before, kind of exhausted. So 
they report this to me and then usually promptly say, oh, I don't know what's wrong with me. And let's let's just get one thing straight first. There is nothing wrong with you. We have been living as a society at a much slower pace than we ever have been for over a year. And now things are starting to open back up. Schedules, you know, both professionally and personally are getting fuller. And we are collectively readjusting to a new old way of life. You know, I don't care how much of an extrovert you are. Energetically, there is a dynamic shift happening and your body is adjusting to it. So give yourself grace. That's where this part comes in. Know that you are not alone in your fatigue. (laughs) And remember that things that I'm about to share with you are wonderful practices to implement to support yourself during this time. And, you know, I think giving yourself grace is such a huge component of wellness because when we're constantly pushing and constantly having to up-level every little thing that we do, it can, you know, it's like I said, it's good to set goals and it's good to take care of yourself and do all these things. And when there is this this pushy, have to take it to the next level, otherwise I'm failing kind of energy, that, that's a very different energy. And a lot of the time it's not sustainable and a lot of the time it causes us to feel bad about ourselves or put excess pressure on ourselves that is not going to be contributing to a well-grounded body and mind and spirit. And so, you know, the concept of there's a difference between just sitting around and not doing anything and say, oh, I'm just giving myself grace. Like that's <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who are out there living their lives, doing so many things, wearing so many hats, and just giving themselves permission to take a moment and be tired sometimes and that that's okay and that there's nothing wrong with you and that if you're feeling tired, it probably just means that your body needs to rest. So I'm about to share kind of a list of some other things that I think are really important kind of along a similar vein when it comes to wellness, but starting out with just the message of give yourself some grace and know that if you're getting up every morning and you have things in your life that you're proud of and passionate about and that you're working hard towards and you're surrounded by people that you love and you're healthy or relatively healthy, you're doing just fine, even if you only have some of those things. So give yourself a break if you need it. And now I'm going to move into a couple other things that I think are wonderful to consider because, you know, while wellness is kind of a fad these days in certain ways, I think there can also be a lot of toxic positivity and there can also be a lot of people telling you what you should or shouldn't do. Um, And so, you know, these next couple items that I'm going to talk about is it's not me (laughs) telling you what you should or shouldn't do, just to be clear. It's just things that I have been finding helpful for myself recently. 
and, you know, over the past couple months or years. So if you are looking for a new perspective or idea around this concept, you have one. So here we go. Let's talk about the rest of the concepts on this list for potentially redefining wellness. Number one, listen to your own body wisdom above all else and start looking internally more than externally for the answers. Because let me tell you, there will always be a new idea or a program or a quote unquote fix out there that's going to claim to be the one that changes it all. (laughs) And yes, learning new things is wonderful and valuable, but when it comes down to what your body truly needs to come back to homeostasis, you know, as an example, seeking external validation or fixes is not only going to be not the most effective solution, it's also going to be telling your body that you don't trust what it's telling you. You know, your body's always trying to give you messages and cues as to what needs to happen. And if you're constantly shushing it and looking for external validation, you know, what kind of message are you sending? Just something to think about. And so when we are choosing to tune in and listen to our body, you know, it it can be really simple. It can be just about coming back to a place of stillness and listening to your intuition when you ask your body questions. Like it sounds silly, but sometimes just closing your eyes and deep breathing and saying, okay, what do we need today? Or like putting your hands on your heart or your abdomen and saying, how can I support you today? Whenever I tell my clients to do this, they look at me like, this girl is crazy. (laughs) And I say, I know it sounds crazy, but try it anyway. Just see what happens. Worst case scenario, you don't hear anything, but you probably will. And so I just, I invite you to start connecting with your body on a regular basis in this way and see what comes up. Number two, set boundaries for yourself. This is one we often don't think of when it comes to wellness because we're always wanting to help everyone and be involved in everyone's business, (laughs) insert ourselves because we're being so helpful in helping them get well. But setting boundaries for yourself around your space, your time, and whatever else feels important to you. And these boundaries don't have to be announced to the world. You know, they can simply be an agreement between you and yourself for how you're going to interact with the world around you and what's important to you. Because when the lines are blurry, we really slip in and out of ourselves which can lead to a lack of clarity and grounding in many, many aspects of life. So taking care of yourself and your space and what you need and having just clarity around that. It doesn't have to be boundaries where you're blocking everybody out. You know, I think there there could be a whole other podcast that I could do about boundaries just in general and how to frame those in your mind. But just having clarity for yourself around that is a really wet, great way to keep yourself well in terms of your energetic space and your mind. So number three, let yourself feel all 
the emotions. <laughs> this is a big one. Because so often in this wellness culture, we're just told to think positive or don't be sad. And this makes me so angry <laughs> because it is good to have a positive mindset. You know, when hard things happen, being positive and continuing on can be a very helpful way to get you through a situation. Absolutely. But true mental health is not about being happy all the time. You know, I, I remember once in high school, I dated someone for a short time and I got frustrated because he literally would not express any emotion other than happiness. Like sad things would happen and he would just be smiling and I'd be like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, maybe in retrospect, I'm like, maybe there's something else going on there. But I remember I was frustrated because I wanted to be with someone who had the entire spectrum of human emotion. I'm like, why won't you feel anything but happiness? Like there, that's that didn't feel real to me. So anyway, I I digress. But you know, we we live in a world of virtual highlight reels, and you know, where people aren't talking about those things. And I mean, I, I'm guilty of it too. I, I post a lot of positive stuff on my social media because I want to, when people to scroll through my feed, I want them to feel inspired and I want them to read a message or hear me say something that makes them feel enlightened in some way or makes them feel more grounded or you know, gives them an idea that could help spark something for them. You know, that's my purpose for doing that. And when we're only seeing highlight reels of people's lives, you know, it, it can make it scary sometimes to feel the deep painful things. Because number one, sometimes we feel like we're the only ones experiencing it. And number two, oftentimes we have this communal fear that we're going to go into some deep, dark place and never be seen again. Like that phrase, I can't start crying because then I'm never going to stop. You know, that that is so prevalent in our society when it comes to how we manage emotions. And, and that's why I'm so passionate about talking about this because I want to change the paradigm for that. You know, I when I think about having my own babies someday, I want to tell them it's okay to cry. You know, it's so, it's all right that you're upset about this, you know, feel whatever it is you need to feel. Let's feel it. And then, you know, we can talk about it and process it. And then you don't have to feel it anymore if you don't want to, you know, it, it emotions are simply waves of energy moving through our bodies. They're nothing more. And, you know, they can make us feel like crap, but they cannot physically hurt us. And the only time that they really stick around for longer than we want them to is when we attempt to ignore them or shut them down. And I can say this with clarity because I've done that many, many times. I have thought I could push away or push through anger or grief or fear, but Really, when you're doing that, it's like you're in a pool trying to push a beach ball, one of those blow-up beach balls under the water, 
and you're trying to hold it down and it's fidgeting and, and you're trying to not let it pop back up. But the second you let go, it's popping right back up to the surface. So I say all of this to encourage you to feel the full spectrum of emotion. Let the waves just move through you because they're going to crash and come down and go away sooner than you think. So watch them happen. Watch them fade away and see what growth comes out of it. Number four, remind yourself every day that you're human. You don't have to have it all together all the time. You're going to get the answer wrong sometimes. You're going to have days when you're super productive and some days when you don't really do that much. This comes back to the conversation of giving yourself grace because all forms of your being are okay and beautiful exactly as they are. So if you're sick, give your body time to rest. If you're stressed, take some time to breathe or walk or do something that feels grounding and nourishing. If you're pumped up and fresh and full of energy, channel that energy into something that's fulfilling and grows your life in some way. Just like we have this full spectrum of emotions as humans, we all ha- also have a full spectrum of any anything and everything else, and that includes amounts of energy that we have in any given day. You know, like I said, we need to give ourselves grace instead of wishing we were in another moment. We need to take pleasure and enjoyment in whatever moment we're currently in because it's helping fuel us forward in some way. And there will be moments when we can't see this, you know, when we're in unspeakable pain or grief or anger, that's not the time to find the silver lining. That's not the time to just think positive. (laughs) Let yourself feel whatever it is. Remind yourself that you're human and you're in an emotional experience. That's it. And just be there. Give yourself grace. Let yourself feel and don't try to positive your way out of it because there's always going to be a time when the wave has passed and you can look back and reflect and see what lessons you've learned. But sometimes you can't learn them right in the middle of it. So coming back to presence is a big one there. And number five, keep it simple. When it comes to your wellness, it doesn't have to be complicated. And there's so many, there's always so many people out there with, you know, the next best step or the this or the that and, or the secret to everything. You know, we've all seen all the advertisements and all the things, but really move your body regularly in a way that feels good and fun and exciting to you. Drink water more than you think you should. (laughs) Drink water before you feel thirsty. Eat a healthy mix of foods that give you energy and that leave you feeling satisfied. You know, a healthy balance is what we all need. And enjoy little treats when you want to. You know, it's not all about, it's, it's about fueling your body with foods that are going to help expand your brain and help keep your organs healthy and your body strong, but it's not about never giving yourself those little sweet treats because 
when we live in that way, we are going to end up having, you know, going down a whole rabbit hole of restriction. And, you know, that's, that's no way to, that's no way to be, in my opinion. I do enjoy some ice cream every once in a while. <laughs> the whole point, though, just is just listen to your body. Amp things up if you want to. Slow things down if you want to. Or keep yourself at a consistent middle ground. Either way, do what feels right to you. So really, my friends, it, it all comes down to intuition, trusting in ourselves, and taking time and space and grace. You know, one of my acupuncture professors once said to me about acupuncture, because we were in the clinic one day and I was, you know, was trying to make something all complicated and <laughs> stressing myself out. And he was one of my oldest teachers, actually. He was very, very wise. And he said, this is the simplest medicine in the world. And yet so many make it so very complicated. So always remember to keep it simple and listen to what the body is asking for. That and that alone is how you can help facilitate the deepest healing of all. So it has been a pleasure, as always, to have these conversations with you, my beautiful friends. Have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you on Friday. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be everything if you would subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review. It is my goal to spread as much healing energy and education as possible, and every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening, and until next time, namaste.